Hey, it's Ella and Daddy, and you're listening to the Not Me But You podcast, where our goal is to speak out the truth of the Bible so that our listeners may be encouraged to live in a manner worthy of their calling. Together, we pray that God would use this episode to strengthen and guide you on your faith journey. Without further ado, enjoy the show. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode. Today we are going to be talking about a very popular trend in our culture today, which is the whole my truth, your truth, know your truth, this whole big truth movement. So we're just going to talk about whether or not this is biblical and um, how we can live out truth as Christians and just how to approach and go about this whole very popular trend in our culture today. Yeah, I think it's really important as a Christian to begin looking at the the things that the world is trying to preach to us and really examine for ourselves. Okay, is this biblical? Like, can I stand behind this? And if not, we need to ditch that. So that's really what we're going to be looking at today. But before we jump right in, we want to just do a couple housekeeping things. First off, coming up here in a short couple of weeks, we are going to be doing a giveaway. Um, We will be announcing that through our Instagram and our Facebook. So you'll want to make sure that you are following those. Those are at Not Me But You Productions. Super exciting stuff. We promise we will make it fun. We'll make it good. (laughs) Hopefully. It'll be good. I promise you guys. It is going to be really good. So make sure you go ahead and go to the social media because you definitely do not want to miss out on this. Yes, as Elle is hyping it up, you don't want to miss it. (laughs) Second thing, I understand that sound a little funny. I've got a cold. That's our second housekeeping issue is you're welcome. Germs are not, they are not um, carried over sound waves, so you're fine. They can't transmit through your headphones. We're all good. And when this episode airs, I'll be fine. Guaranteed. Yeah, right. yeah. I'm sitting one foot away from Addie right now, and I'm not worried, so don't you shouldn't worry about it either. Right. So if I sound like Donald Duck, that's why I sound like Donald Duck. Just letting you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so first things first, is the concept of my truth biblical? And unfortunately, like many popular things in the world today, it is not biblical because saying my truth or your truth places ourselves at the center like it makes us think that we are in charge we are in control we as simple fallible human beings know the truth which is just not true at all and it really reminds me of like our whole self-love culture we have going on too where it's all about me it's what i think it's what i say my truth whatever whatever We're not. We don't know the truth. We're not our own source. It makes us believe that no one else has the right to correct us. And John 17, verse 17 says, Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. So even though we might not be ourselves the truth, thankfully, we still know where to find the truth. We can still chase after the truth and live our lives according to the truth because we know that it is in the Bible. We are told many, many, many times the Bible is the truth. God is the truth. Christianity is the truth. Right. And as Ella was saying before, 
this whole phrase puts ourselves at the center and i think the key to that is when we put ourselves at the center and we think that we have the authority to declare truth even if it's just my truth so i may have a truth and ella has a truth if i have the authority to declare my own truth how does that make me any different from god because if god was the one that you know keeps the world in motion keeps the world spinning xyz all of these things then who am I that's different from God? Because God was the creator of truth. So if I I can create truth as well, that does not put me in any position other than God. And mm-hmm. we know clearly that I am not God and that that's not correct. Yeah, yeah. So who am I to assume my own authority to have the truth? And when I do this, I'm assuming that no one else is right. I'm assuming mm-hmm. that my truth is prevailing over everyone else because it's mine. And that's not necessarily true. Plus, I think it puts us in a position where we can't be wrong and we can't accept the fact that we are sinful because, nope, it's my truth. Going to go follow it. And then maybe something changes. Oh, well, it's fine. I just changed my truth a little bit. It's all good. We're following after myself. No one ever asked you to follow after yourself and your truth. We are clearly told that we follow after the truth of the Bible. Mm -hmm. Jesus. Yes. The end. End of story. We, it's just so funny to me that we as human beings think we are so much better than we really are. If all of us just got a real raw reality check from God, oh my gosh, it would not be a good day for a lot of people because we don't want to know that we're just, we don't make the cut. We're not, we're not that great. Our truth does not matter. Unless your truth is Christianity. So, with that being in mind, another really common thing that I see today is a lot of people say, this is my truth, that's your truth, agree to disagree, whatever. We live parallel lives, we don't intersect, we don't talk about it, we just have a mutual respect for each other's quote-unquote truths, which simply is not it's not true. It doesn't work that way. And especially as Christians, I really think we need to stop being so worried about like stepping on other people's toes and offending somebody or whatever, because we know the truth. We have the truth. We have the answer to eternal life. So why would we not share that with other people? And forget about worrying about offending people. I mean, okay, back up a little. Yes, You want to tell people the truth, but you can still be respectful about it and do it in a good way and not just shoving Bibles down people's throat. I guess what I'm trying to say is, even as Christians, even though we know the truth, the actual truth, and we are living our lives by the truth, we still need to be sharing that with other people and not being worried about offending them or disrupting their idea of the truth because... It's not the truth, what they're believing. Right. And kind of brings up that point of, is there such a thing as relative truth? And that's because if Ella believes in her truth, and she believes that this apple sitting right in front of us is green, and I believe in my truth, and I'm looking at it, I'm like, no, Ella, this apple is red. Both of us think we're right, but we know that that apple has to be just one color. There has to be such thing as truth. Mm -hmm. There has to be facts. And facts are these stubborn things. 
And they can't just be our wishes or our inclinations. Like they can't, we can't alter facts. We cannot alter the truth. And in these statements, like know your truth, live out your truth. You just, you just go do what you want to do. Neither of us can be right at the exact Mm -hmm. same time. One of us has to be wrong. Mm -hmm. It's either like, okay, either Ella's colorblind or I'm colorblind. Right. (laughs) Like we can't both be right. And so as you're making that argument and know your truth, I as a Christian don't just know my truth. I know the truth of the entire world because as we read earlier, Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And I know Jesus because I know the gospel and I have accepted that. Mm -hmm. So if I know the truth, who am I when I see someone going astray and following what they claim as their own truth? Who am I to just watch them walk away and do nothing about it? I I don't think that's what I'm called to do as a Christian. I don't think that's the Christian thing to do. The Christian thing to do would be to go walk, grab their hand, and say, hey, do you know Jesus? Yeah. Can we walk to the truth and the one and only truth? And so that really is our big statement in this whole My Truth movement is, hey, there is no such thing as your truth and my truth. There is the truth. And it makes me think of the song, This is the Truth I'm Standing oh, On. Oh, yeah boom light bulb moment but anyway like there is one thing as truth and we as christians need to be clinging to that like that is our cornerstone that is our foundation the bible Mm -hmm. and so when we don't know where to turn we don't know what is truth in this world because we know satan is the father of lies we have to ground ourselves on the truth of the bible and we can do that by just going to his word and it will tell us okay yeah i think a big reason for why my truth, your truth, whatever, this is so popular in our culture today is because nobody, not nobody, but a lot of people don't know Jesus Christ as their savior and they don't know Christianity and they're not Christians. And so when you don't have the truth in your life, you need something. Like Addie said, we all need a truth. We all need something to be real. And we definitely see today a lot of people like, being enlightened, being spiritual, like spiritually aware. Yeah. Like just focusing on themselves and what they believe and meditating and whatever, whatever. And I don't think any of that is necessarily wrong. It is important to have morals and to live by those, but it's just dangerous when the way you're living is what you personally feel and believe is your truth because like we've said over and over again that's simply not the truth the only truth is christianity right and i find it really interesting that there's these people following their truth but then all of a sudden in three years their truth is changing Mm. and to me truth is facts Mm -hmm. truth is concrete truth doesn't change yes So if your truth is changing, did you ever really ground yourself in the truth? Right. My answer to that would be no. And that goes back to how amazing the Bible is because it's unchanging. It is the unchanging word of God. Like it is complete. There's nothing that is going to be added or taken away from that. Mm -hmm. It's done. Yeah. So I can live my life according to that and not live out of the fear that in two years I'm going to have to change my beliefs. Right. Because I won't have to. Yeah, yeah. We serve a God who doesn't change, and we read a Bible that doesn't change. And as Christians, we we live according to morals and values and beliefs that 
do not change. And so that's how we know that this is the truth. Right. And when people argue with me, love, well, I just, I just don't really like to read my Bible because it, it just doesn't really keep me entertained. Okay, well, that's number one, not the point. <laughs> number two, like the Bible is not changing, so it's yeah. not supposed to be trendy. Who are we to be like, yeah, it's really just not my book. Uh, okay, guys, like it is the book. Mm-hmm. End of story. Real little like rabbit trail rant that I just <laughs> thought of. but It yeah. makes me think all these little like truth things, facts, things, whatever. My One of my favorite political commentators, Ben Shapiro, his big thing that he always says is, Facts don't care about your feelings. And I feel like that really applies to this episode. Facts do not care about what you personally feel. The truth, the way, the life, Jesus Christ doesn't care about how you personally feel, how you think you should live your life, because Christianity is the truth. Amen. There, That was my little side note there. <laughs> we actually, um, going on further, we see this lie of my truth rooted all the way back to Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden because God specifically stated the truth and the truth was do not eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil but yet Adam and Eve decided on their own accord I mean yes they were influenced by Satan but they decided on their own accord to eat the fruit of that tree Mm -hmm. and so in doing that they heard the truth of God They audibly heard that and they chose to go a different direction. They chose their own truth. They chose to live according to their own standards. And that's when the world went astray. And that's, I'm like, wow, okay, let's apply this to everything in our own life. So every time I make a choice that goes against the standards of perfection that are outlined in the Bible, aka sin, I am willingly walking away from the truth and there is consequences to that. Mm -hmm. Just like how Adam and Eve ate of that fruit and there is consequences for their sin, there's also consequences when I choose to live away from the truth, Mm -hmm. when I choose a different path. I mean, it's crazy to me to think about that, that it goes that far back is this my truth movement and it's, I feel like we're just now putting a name to it. It's always there. We're always being influenced by lies, but we now have a name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like we've said over and over again, we are not creators of the truth. So, I mean, who are we to act and speak as if we are? So, yeah. And another thing is we have to remember that as a Christian, we're free. We're free from the pressure of having to define your own truth. Because if I think back, if I wasn't a Christian right now, I would have to define my own right from wrong. I would have to define where my life path takes me, what I need to be doing, all of these things, because I would basically be under the assumption that I am my own leader. I am whatever. I'm basically a consequence of my own life decisions. And while some of that is partially true, I am a consequence of some of my life decisions, I'm not the author of my own truth. I'm following the Bible. So if I'm doing anything that honors and pleasing the Lord, then I'm following after the truth and the truth that I'm setting my life. I'm following after that lifeline. So when I have a relationship with truth himself, which as we read earlier is Jesus, I'm free. I'm free from the expectations of this world. I am free to live because God has saved me. God has rescued me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What a relief it is to not 
have to find my truth, to not have to reflect on myself and think about my what I believe and what my truth is because oh my goodness that would not be good (laughs) anyone who knows me personally knows that would not go well Ella would be in jail right now (laughs) (laughs) probably oh probably okay so another thing we want to talk on with the whole my truth movement is our feelings so we've already kind of mentioned this but Another part of this is follow your heart, do what makes you happy, live your best life, here for a good time, not a long time, you know. That is literally Ella's life quote, and yet she's saying that is unbiblical. Wow, Ella. You know what, you guys? God uses sinners. We're all sinners. God's grace is sufficient for me, (laughs) even though I don't always make very wise decisions. God's grace is sufficient, and he can speak through me in this episode. (laughs) Sorry, Ella. I'll (laughs) drag you out from under the bus. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, um, I guess who better to talk about it than someone who thinks like this a lot of times in her own life? That's a good way to put it there. It's really easy to just follow feelings, follow what you feel in that moment, do whatever you want, but... We're told again that this, it doesn't work. It just doesn't work that way. Adam and Eve followed their feelings, and look where that got us. I mean, kicked out of the Garden of Eden, and we were stained with sin for the rest of humanity. Right, how to have a guy come die for us. I mean, that one little decision really put a damper in this whole life thing. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, Galatians 5, 16 through 17 says, So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other, so that you are not to do whatever you want. Ouch! I don't like to read that verse. Very last line. So you are not to do whatever you want. I don't know if any of us want to read that verse. Right. It made me think back to your quote you were saying earlier about how, was it facts don't care about your... Facts don't care about your feelings? Yeah, facts don't care about your feelings. And if we just took this entire truth argument that we just made, that there is there is truth and there is one and only truth, but then we started applying in these feelings and we're saying, oh, you can just follow your heart. Those those two things don't align with each mm-hmm. other. When there is truth, like you said, truth doesn't really care about your feelings. Facts right. don't really care. And so we can't willy-nilly go follow after our feelings like this. We can't, as it says in Galatians, do whatever we want. Because just as a mother knows that a child might want to eat cake every single day for breakfast, that mother knows that it is not in the child's best intentions to eat cake every day for breakfast. So they're going to tell them no. Mm-hmm. That's the same thing our father does for us, is he often tells us no. We can't do whatever we want. We can't follow after our feelings to eat cake. I'd love to eat cake every day. My tummy might hurt after <laughs> and I might have a couple consequences of that. Mm-hmm. But that just shows how loving our father is and we often are quick to just say well god how dare you not allow this to happen how dare you i'm feeling this way i'm doing this thing but how dare you not allow this thing to have happen either happen in my life or this happened like how dare you allow Mm -hmm. it to happen 
who are we to say that? Like, we're going back to that. When God is the true authority of my life and I'm standing in the truth, I have no room to talk at all. Yeah, we really serve a very gracious and a very loving God. And when we do stupid things, God is gracious enough to convict us of that, to give us godly sorrow, and to produce repentance in our heart, to pull us out of that, and to change the direction in our life so that we are living in the truth, which will ultimately, that's what's good for us. That is the way to eternal life. Right, and I think we have to remember that feelings are a byproduct of consequences. So I'm feeling this way because something happened. Mm-hmm. I'm happy because I just got an A on the test. I'm angry because I just failed the test. And so our feelings come as a byproduct of our circumstances. And so I, when I look back to my own life and I think about my sin patterns and the way I'm falling into all of these little traps, it's normally because I was under the influence of a harmful feeling. Yes. So I yelled at so-and-so because I was feeling stressed. I was feeling overwhelmed. And those feelings of stress and being overwhelmed came from a consequence of, like, an action that was going Mm -hmm. on. Like, It's so hard because, like, a lot of times when we are stuck in these sin patterns and whatever, if we have the Spirit in us, we're never going to feel good after we sin. We're never going to... We're always feel sick or convicted or sorrowful or whatever after we sin and so it's definitely difficult when you are a Christian and you are stuck in sin patterns but thankfully we do know the truth and if we walk by the truth and live by the truth it's not always easy and we are sinful human beings but just leaning on God and trusting him trusting that his grace is sufficient for you and um, just allowing him to work in your heart that's really what's going to pull you out of that struggle. Right. And you said trusting in God. And when I trust in God, I don't have to trust in my own feelings. Because if I trusted in my own feeling of feeling stressed in that moment and then I yelled, well, I knew that was wrong. Mm -hmm. So I just trusted in my feelings and I was led astray. Why do I want to trust in something that's leading me astray? It makes absolutely no sense. Like I'm going to go wrong if I follow after myself, my truth, and my feelings. Mm-hmm. It's never going to work. And so in Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not in your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. This is just a clear picture of just that trust in the Father and where that brings you. When I'm trusting in the Father, I no longer have to look to the world to find my truth, And I no longer have to follow my feelings. I am free to live in the truth of God. And I'm free to rest in that. Yes. Yes. It's definitely hard to push aside your own desires, your own feelings, what you want to do, what you believe in. But like we've talked about over and over again, that's never going to work out well because God is, Christianity is the truth, the way, the life. We can't get into eternal life without trust and repentance in Jesus Christ. Yeah, backing it up all the way to the beginning question we asked in the beginning of this episode is, is the My Truth movement biblical? 
And her answer, I hope that you've seen all the way through this episode, is no, it is not biblical because it is impossible to live a consistent life if you're basing yourself on your own truth and your own feelings. You can't live consistently like that and you're going to have to keep changing and adapting your ways. So I would say be careful about that. Yeah. And like if that doesn't prove to you that there has to be a God out there that you can't live your life that way, I don't know what does. Mm-hmm. because you can't live consistently apart from Christ. Right. You can't right. even live apart from Christ. What? Who am I to say that? <laughs> yeah, which is why it is so, so important to get into your Bible and read your Bible so that you can know what the truth is and you can live by the truth. And Right. All right, guys, thanks for listening to us ramble on about the whole My Truth movement and feelings. And if you guys want us to, like, dive into a, another movement that's kind of going on around here we kind of enjoyed this episode Mm -hmm. it was chatty it was fun and it's it's fun to talk about things that i see people around us following after these trends not saying it's always super biblical but it's enjoyable sometimes it's really fun to call people out not gonna lie that's (laughs) ella's favorite thing (laughs) anyway stay tuned for that giveaway that we discussed at the beginning of this episode so go follow us on facebook and instagram and Feel free to reach out to us, DM us. We'd love to hear from you guys and let us know if there's any more movements that you would like us to follow. Yep. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our show. As always, we'd like to remind our listeners that we're born into a broken world. With that being said, we're not perfect, and we ask our supporters to always fact-check our words and opinions on the one and only truth of the Bible. We would absolutely love to hear your episode suggestions or feedback. Check us out on Instagram by typing not me, but you productions into the search bar. Thanks again for the love and support.